This is episode 101 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hey, Pastor, thanks for joining me today. I've got just a few minutes, so let's get right to it. I want to talk to you about the priority of the investment of others into your lives. How do you prioritize other people's investment into your life? My wife and I have this saying, it's just two words that we'll often joke with each other. One of us will say something and the other will respond with, I know, I'll, I'll do that more than she will. She'll tell me something, I know. And when I say it like that, she knows what I'm saying. Well, I didn't know, but I'm not going to let on that I didn't know something because I don't want to look stupid. I want to I keep up this veneer of intelligence. So I'll just say, I know, but the truth is that's code. That's code to say to her, you know, I didn't know that. And if I were unwise, I would just act like I knew it. You, do you know people who, they're just know-it-alls. You can't tell them anything because they'll always respond with, I know. Or they'll be, yeah, but. I, the yeah butters, the, the yeah butters drive me crazy. You know, they'll, you'll say something and they can't just say, yeah, yeah. I like people who say, I try to say, yeah, that's good. Yeah, thanks for telling me that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, so you learn something new every day. I like to give people the satisfaction of knowing they've just input something into my life that wasn't there before. They were kind enough and generous enough to share some knowledge with me that I didn't have, and I don't want to rob them of that. I want them to know that they've built into my life. So when my wife tells me something, when I say, I know, she knows that I didn't know and that it was good for me to hear that from her. So family are a group of people that you could have input into your life, that some people, some people, they always have to be smarter than everyone else in their family. And it's really ignorance on their part. It's ignorance to not receive and encourage more delivery of information that they don't already have. Because when our husband or our wife or our son or daughter or our mom or dad or our cousin, brother, sister, whoever it is, tells us something and we say, Oh, oh, I knew that. What we're telling them is, I don't want you to teach me anything. I don't want to hear anything from you. And in the same way, when our staff, if we're the lead pastor in our church and our staff tells us something, and we say, yeah, I know, or we try to say that we know that, and then we want to tell them what else we know. So we say, oh, oh yeah, I knew that. And did you also know? And then we tell them something. And instead of getting the satisfaction of sharing information with us that was helpful to us, they just get this response that says, yeah, I already knew that. And then here's something you need to know because I'm smarter than you. So you get the difference there. So prioritizing the input of others is so important. Now, especially with our family, especially with our team, with our colleagues, right, that we serve with, with those that serve in leadership under us, with those who are just normal people, like on a Sunday after church, I love to just visit with people who have come to church. I love to visit with new people. I love to visit with the people that I don't know that well. I can almost always learn something from these people. i never forget during a greeting time, I visited with this older guy in my church, 
I, I've seen him, but I, I couldn't remember his name, didn't know who he was. I introduced myself, and this is all during like a 60-second greeting time. I introduced myself to him, and I found out that he was a fighter pilot in the Vietnam War, and that he flew something like 120-something missions, and that he lost some friends. But that time of defending his country was a significant time in his life. I learned all that from him in about 60 seconds, and I've never thought about him the same since then. And so he built into my life because whatever I or you would think of war and of being in the military and of even perhaps dropping bombs on people, all this stuff happened with this guy. And it informs who he is and how he thinks and the things that he struggles with and the things that he knows and is extremely wise about. So as they say, we've got, you know, one mouth and two ears. And I like to listen to people in my church, on my team, those I lead, as well as those who just attend church where I attend. And then we can get input from others. Others can build into our lives through their books, through their online courses, through their podcasts, their books on Audible. And sometimes I'll talk to people and they'll say, yeah, I don't, I don't listen to podcasts. I don't have time for podcasts. And I think to myself, you mean you don't have time to learn and grow? That's really what you're saying. You don't take the time to listen to a podcast. You don't make the time to learn something new. You don't prioritize the time to invest in yourself to make yourself better. Because I'm sorry, but I think, and it's not just because I podcast, because I get way more out of listening to others than listening to myself. I learn a lot more by listening to podcasts than I do by producing podcasts. And so I just think that in this day and age, you've got to be prioritizing the input of others into your life. And there's never been a time on the history of the planet when we've been able to do this more than we can today. There are more books. I mean, you just name it. There's more media out there that's free that you can input into your, you can capture the principles put them in your heart and mind, and put them to work in your life. And you can be you can be encouraged. You can be assisted. You can be inqu- equipped by others. But we have to prioritize it. So, Pastor, let me ask you this question. How are you doing with your priorities? I mean, it's a, it's a battle for me. I'll just be honest with you. I just want to spend time with people. I just want to encourage and help people. But I have to prioritize every morning I have to prioritize what I'm going to do that day. Some days I do that real well. Other days I don't do it very well. But on the days I do it well, I do it well. And I get the most out of that day. And the days that I don't, you know, it's going to be hit and miss. I mean, the good thing is that I've I've been practicing this for a long time, been a pastor for a long time. So sometimes you can kind of just do it on autopilot. But we all know, we all know that really to get the most out of your time, to get the most out of your energy, out of your focus, out of what you have to give to others, you really have to set priorities. And so I want to encourage you, think about that. How do you prioritize your time, your energy? How do you prioritize your relationship with God and with family? How do you prioritize things in your ministry? How do you prioritize your health and fitness just as a person, your relationships outside the church? How do you prioritize your volunteerism? 
and the causes that you're passionate about? Do you prioritize hobbies or or educational intellectual pursuits in your life? And how do you prioritize rest? How do you prioritize these things? And how do you encourage, assist, and equip others? And how do you allow others to encourage, assist, and equip you? And are you using some of these principles that we've learned over the years, these principles about doing the most important things when we're at our best, these principles about redeeming the little pockets of time throughout our day, about prioritizing time blocks so that we can get the most important things done free of distraction. These are all things that now during the summer is a good time to think about. Because as we tweak some of those things, we can head off toward the fall and be in a better spot. But tomorrow, July 9th, Saturday, the weekend edition, weekend edition number 14, I'm going to have Lee Eckloff with me. What a fantastic conversation we had. He writes for the Preaching Today website that is part of Christianity Today. And Lee was a pastor for decades, just a wise sage of a guy totally enjoyed my conversation with him and he took us in some directions I never expected to go it was delightful, it was challenging, it was encouraging so that's going to be on July 9th for the weekend edition number 14, I'll see you then have a great weekend